Father, we just thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you're doing in us, around us, and to us. Father, we thank you for this word that you're birthing forth. Father God, in this time, in this season, in this place, go throughout the world to be steadfast, God. Your word is, is cannot be shaken like you're shaking everything in the world. Father God, it'll be, it'll be rooted and grounded forever, Father God. Let your word go forth today, Father God, with power, with accuracy. Father God, let it go forth and hit the mark, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for your blood. We, we, we just apply the blood of Jesus in this whole place right now, Father God. And we just thank you for your healing power. We bind all sickness. We bind all disease. We bind all torments. We bind anything that's not of the Holy Spirit on our bodies, on our minds. When the sun sets free, it's free indeed. And we thank you for the testimonies of heaven, God. That you are glory, God, and you are power, God, and you are our Father. You are a good Daddy, and you lead us. You lead us by the still waters, Father God. You lead us into green pastures. You lead us into rivers of living water, God. We trust not in our own selves, God. We trust in you, God. Lean not on our own understanding. Acknowledging you in all of our ways, God. As you continue to bless us and, 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 and direct our paths. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for the anointing, God, that breaks the yoke. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to the Lamb, the Lamb of God. The Lamb of truth. The Lamb of healing. The Lamb of deliverance. Let's eat His flesh and drink His blood today. In Jesus' name, Amen. Today's message is called Breaking Soul Ties. And soul ties are ties that bind us. And I posted something a few weeks ago and I wouldn't believe how many people. And I'm like, I don't have time. I thought everybody knows what soul ties are. But obviously... Not too many. About 14, 15 people came to me privately and even under the post and said, what is actually a soul tie? What is and I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm like, somebody, and I didn't see too much of that type of thing most any place. So I was like, okay, then this week God was telling me here, I got a witness here, I got a witness there, I got somebody else said something, and Holy Spirit's giving me scripture, said, all right, that's what we got to preach. So, you know, it's like right now, it's like people... Say for years, don't know what soul ties are, but we're going to find out today. And if you know already, then that's good too. Hopefully you'll catch something that in here that will add to what you know. Too many people do not realize what soul ties are, but soul ties will hinder our destiny. Soul ties will hinder our destiny, they'll hinder our freedom, they'll hinder everything that Jesus paid the price for us to have. We can have soul ties with pets, soul ties with our old man, soul ties with ministries, Soul ties with friends, soul ties with family, soul ties with culture, soul ties with places and things, jobs and employment, <laughs> with nations, with residents, all kinds of things. I hope my, my, my position isn't to offend anybody, it's to awaken people, to set them free. Because Jesus, and our job, and what Jesus wants is us to be free, to be able to serve Him, to worship Him, and to be free to do what He's calling us to do. And if we can't do that because of our soul, or because of our culture, or because of this, or because of that, then it's basically becoming an idol in our life. Because anything that's before Jesus, and comes in front of Him, and takes the place of Him, is him 
uh, is an idol and not of Him. God doesn't mind us to have things that He says that He'll bless us and give us things, but anything that has us is not of God. There's people here today constantly saying, oh, and then they're, they're at work. Oh, no, no. But they know they say it out of their mouth. This is the last time. I, but it's a soul tie. It's a soul tie. Because you can't say no to man. Or you cannot say no to your emotions. You cannot say no to your will, but you, uh, you say always yes to your will, but you can't say yes to God's will. And that's a soul tie. Soul ties will stop us from the promises of Yeshua. There are three parts. Spirit in, in, in us, as our spirit, soul, and body. And then we have the soul, which has three parts. Mind, will, and emotions consist of the soul. Ultimately, they come from here in your heart. Your emotions can be in your heart and in your mind, and, and, and those two things will control you unless you let the Holy Spirit sanctify them. What God is doing with the fire of God and with us is sanctifying them. And if we're not willing to cut off soul ties, then we're not really ready to follow Him. Because I've so I can give you so many situations and all that, that it was the soul tie that stopped someone from saying yes to God, even when they said yes at the altar, but it never manifested in their life because the soul tie pulled them back to the earthly realm. The soul tie pulled them back to what they're familiar with. The soul tie will pull you back to what the flesh, the flesh, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life and whatever in this world. It's carnal. Soul ties are from the carnality and it's not from the spiritual. You can hit that up one notch. If you, the AC is kind of cold. Please, thank you. Mind, will, and emotions. And I'm like... People so, and if, if somebody loses their emotional soul tie, they'll find another one. Such as this. We have it in an airport. I went to the airport. We're flying and I'm like, oh my God, Allegiant. I was like, there's like 14 dogs getting on this one plane. Might be exaggerating. It's more like, what, seven or eight? For real? Seven or eight dogs? And I'm like, what if I'm allergic to dogs? We're like, this is a nuts. And we're like, oh yeah, this is a, these are, what are they called? What were they called? Therapy dogs. Emotional support. No, emotional support. Emotional support. So you get a divorce, you have everyone got emotional support. Now it's a, a thing. Of, uh, ten years ago they say you're nuts, but what does it say? We'll be in love with the creature, love with the creation more than the creator. So we'll actually follow the perversions of what the world puts on us and, and, and soothe these things. But it's not normal. Emotional support, my God, you need you need Jesus. All these things are taking the place of Jesus. That's all the world's been doing, putting a band-aid. Give them that. Give them this. Give them medicine. Give them this. Find them this. Give them a psychiatrist. Give them some medicine. Give them some more of this. Give them more work. Give them this. Give them. Give, give. And the Satan just gives you, gives you, gives you. And, and it's all obsessive of nothing. You're still empty. I don't, I didn't, God just said and gave me the verse, but I, I, I don't, I didn't pull it up when I got my notes. I just wrote it, just wrote it during worship. He says, in, 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 in ordinate affection. It's in Colossians 3.5. Anybody have that real quick? Can you pull that up or bring it to me? I want to read it. And I, and, and I believe inordinate is, is exceeding reasonable limits. And it's in the Bible. Exceeding reasonable limits. It's like that's not normal. It's like if someone can't go, can't go somewhere because of something or somebody. I, for example, we had a, a, an awesome lady here. <coughs> And she got in some trouble, went to jail. She was away from her, her little dog for nine months. And clean and sober, nine months, doing everything. 
had everything lined up, programming everything. She got her, and she had her little doggy that stayed with somebody. And she got, she came back, held her little doggy, couldn't do nothing because the dog couldn't go. So her whole, her whole uh, process that Jesus had for her got destroyed because of the soul tie with the dog. And it just destroyed her, and she's still now stuck in the same pit. Saved or not saved, whatever, she's not, she's not happy, she's depressed, she's, not, she's miserable. And what ended up happening, the devil killed the dog anyway by hanging the dog in a tree. Because she loved this dog so much, the devil had someone in the neighbor. Then that same person that hung the dog in the tree ended up hanging themselves in the jail. All because of a soul tie. She could have been out of that neighborhood, giving the dog to someone that can take care of it better. Get the dog later when she gets her mind back in, in sanity and gets her mind on the mind of Christ and get things in order. I'm not saying pets are bad, but when you have a soul tie, you you have ties that bind you. You can't fulfill your destiny. You can't keep keep anything. And they can be people. They can be... And then people just think it's someone that you were with in your past. Well, if you had a... With somebody before marriage, that's a soul tie because they've taken up your mind. They have a place in your heart and you need to get rid of that because it's pulling you away. It's distracting you. God is in the business of sanctifying our mind, cleaning our heart, and cleaning our hands and making sure we have clean heart and clean hands. So what upsets me is when I see these situations time and time again, and you know, it's either employment or this, I can't do this. God clearly says it, but then three or four days later go by and then back in the same thing. That means that's a, that's a bondage, bondage tie. Same thing with culture. Oh, I can't talk about that truth because all my, all my family is, you know, that. And it's just going to cause... First of all, then you shouldn't even be with your family anymore because Jesus clearly says, let the dead bury the dead. What kind of a witness are you if you become a chameleon anyway? People are becoming chameleons all over the internet. They're doing nothing for their culture. They say they love their people, but they they deny them by the truth. So Colossians 3.5 is right here. There it is. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Mortify. For... Fornication, uncleanness, in here's the other one. See, it's like everyone passes this somebody and goes, What's that? Could be anything, homosexuality, but it, in this case, it's anything that it's inordinate, not normal affection. It's not normal affection for us to love animals more than people. I'm sorry. It's not. We can love animals, but when, when that becomes out, it comes perversion. Because God says He's made man in our image. That's because of a soul tie. And I see so many people getting, getting stopped up with this. And I, we love, I mean, we love, people love pets, and some people have to give them up to serve God. And you know what? They do that, and God blesses them, and it's a hard thing, but they do it, and I see many people don't. Uncleanness, unordinate affection, evil conscience, and covenants, which is idolatry. These things sake the wrath of God, coming to the children of what? Disobedience. God, we are in the kingdom of God to be set free so we can set others free. And, and, and that's why we have churches everywhere, because the church's main, main thing we do now is cater to people's soul instead of delivering them and, 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 and feeding their spirit. Spirits fly high like eagles, souls hang on the ground like chickens. And that's why people get mad at the truth, but you know what? I don't care. When I stand in front of God, I'm gonna, He's going to say, you told the truth. You know, people are going to get mad. Because why, how can you water down the truth? If, if, the, if the shoe fits, we wear it. If it doesn't, I'm telling you, I've had all these things. And there's things that God's still shaking off of. It doesn't matter what it is. Ministry can become a soul tie. If it gets in front of Jesus, even if it's birthed by Jesus or from Jesus, if it becomes more important than what your first love was in the beginning, then you're out of, you have an un, in, inordinate affection. 
So soul is three parts, mind, will, and emotions. And that's why God, say, God says we, He wins souls. He wants to win our mind, our will, our will, not His will. Jesus had to give it up in the garden, even Him. And our emotions. Let me say it. And then, then because when we do have our emotions tied to something else, we end up putting emotional witchcraft on other people. Because we think something's right because we're out of balance with it and we put it on someone else, securely speaking of faith like it is right and something's not right. So it's like, whose Bible? Take it back. Thank you. Well, the spirit of life is sanctified in his rest. So it's like soul ties connect our minds. Some of us soul tie with, with the old man, family. I have another situation. Somebody been to the nations lots of times. Power. God said you got to leave your children. Your children are old enough. They're in sin. You cannot continue to be bound to them and cater to them if you want to serve the Lord. You cannot serve two masters, your kids or Jesus. If your kids are your master and Jesus is your master, you're, you're going to be double-minded because you can't say yes to your kids when they want you over here doing what they want and serving them. And at the same time, you're supposed to be here praying in warfare and tearing down strongholds in the region and going on mission trips. You can't, you can't do it. And it's like, and then false church will say, well, that's just not love. We gotta love. That's not about love. It's about obeying God. It says love God first and love your neighbor as yourself. So if you love yourself more than God, then you're out of order. He didn't say love yourself first and love your neighbor and then God. He said love God first because if you love God first, you can truly love right after that anything else because God is first. But we love things and we add God in and we say, oh, we love God because we think we're more than we judge ourselves. And we compare ourselves to everyone else instead of comparing ourselves to the Word of God. I'm a little more radical now, so I must love God more. But God's like, I don't care about that. I want perfection. And Jesus said, I have given you the Holy Spirit to let you, to, to all of us need to, I need to, you need to, to mortify the deeds of the flesh and the things of the flesh, the soul ties that bind us. The strong, and they become, in your mind, they become strongholds. Like, I can't say that because I know what they think. Well, you know too much about a person. You need to get away from them if you can't minister to them. Because all they're going to do is mess with you. And you're going to grieve the Holy Spirit and He's going to shut you down. So God wants us to get away from familiar because He has new things to conquer. Soul ties operate through familiar spirits as well. In Genesis 2.7 it says, Amen. The Lord God formed man by the dust and the ground and breathed into his nostrils and the breath of life. And the man became a living soul. A living soul, right then. And then what? He's still a soul, but he's not a living soul. Because Jesus says, if you eat of this tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall surely what? Die. Their soul didn't die yet. But then Jesus talks about the second death. So he's like, we all have the first death to die. That means we die of this flesh. And we meet the Lord. And our soul lives forever. Ever. So what does that mean? I was like, this freaked me out a little bit today. Because I'm like... Wow, that means my mind, my heart, and my emotions will live forever, but this body's gone. So what does this body even mean? Whether it's overweight or not. That's why Paul said, bodily exercise profits little because this body's just a, just a temporary something. This body is just something that's holding what's really the treasure inside, which is your soul. So God is winning souls. And when your soul is won, your flesh will follow. And if your spirit's ahead, then your soul will follow that. So we got people's soul ahead and their bodies falling and they're grieving the Holy Spirit and the Spirit of God inside of them. And that's what we see, that people become carnal. He's talking about Paul always talks about the carnal church. Well, Jesus said that 
We have the mind of Christ. And not we're going to obtain it. And he also said that the Word of God will renew our minds. Because the more we read the Word, we find out what we can and cannot do. We're not under the law, but the Holy Spirit leads us, His children, into all truth. The Holy Spirit guides us into truth. The Holy Spirit, as we walk in Him, we're called the sons of God. Spiritual sons and daughters. Not soul. Our soul is God's. Every soul is His. That means at the end, some are going to go here, and some are going to go here. And I'm like, that means my mind will think all the things forever and ever because my soul is forever. Because the souls consist of the mind, the, your will, and your emotions. Those are your, the, feel, the, the inward, like the crying, the anger, the, 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 the hurt, the pain. It's a very serious thing. So we, those things need to come in alignment or we become very unhealthy and very um, unbalanced to what God wants. So it's not a bad thing. Everyone's like, but everyone fights it because they don't trust God that he doesn't want to take away from us. He wants to add to us the kingdom of God. He wants to take us out of this corrupt, evil, soulish world. Soulish because it's all about you. Because we are our own gods in the world. You get New Age, whatever. New Age has been around forever because once Adam said he wanted to be like God and Satan said it, he ate that and believed it. That was New Age right there. He wanted he, and they say, I'm my own God. That's what, that was the temptation, pride and anything. So any, I mean, it's not like a new religion. There's nothing new on the sun, but what it is is, you know, I'm not submitting now, but now we have the, have the new Adam, Jesus Christ, the, the promise that we are able to become the sons of God. But we have to give up our will. We have to say yes to God. And God is so merciful, so patient, and He waits and waits. But then there, we, some, He, it says, do not frustrate the grace of God. And many people end up frustrating the grace of God. And they end up in the land of Nod or the land of, of um, dryness. A dry land because the rebellious strong dry land. Just because they wouldn't give up their kids. Not just, not give them, not, not send a postcard. Give up that tie. That you got to be there right when they call. You got to run to the grocery store. Oh, the kids are, you got to run there. And you're like, oh, but God told me to pray. But boom. And same with your job. You're on call. Now, what are you on call for? You're on call in a job. For a job that's a 40-hour week, and you're not, I mean, it's like on call, you're not a doctor. You're like, no, but that's because your dependent is on that. You're, you're, so that's what's going to happen. People are going to be so soulish with the world, they're going to take the mark of the beast. Because they're like, well, I need food. Because God, you know, he's, I've, this has been my source, my job, my insurance, you know, my health care. Every, that's, that's, that's everything I depend on. If I lose all that, and Jesus says, if you don't lose all that, you can't have me. He says, if you, it's, I, got, I think I got that scripture here. So it's very important. I mean, it was like, so I guess when we put this on, it's going to see breaking soul ties. Everyone's going to be interested and we're going to have a lot of views because people want to know. But they're everything. People always say, because when we come to Christ, we meet someone that says, okay, do you just have extramarital affair and all this? So break off these and name the people and fine. But it's, this is a daily thing. The devil will come back and back because we get lonely and we need something. That fulfills that, but it's an empty, broken cistern. So, go to Matthew 16, 25-27. For whosoever would save his life shall lose it. And whosoever shall lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is it a man profit if he shall gain the whole world but lose his soul? For what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man is not... Is coming the glory with all the angels that reward every man according to his works. So it's always been when we come born again. That's been always our trouble. Every one of us. I don't care who it is. It's that willpower, and and even the enemy will use that willpower to to 
pervertedly or to, because um, in certain programs in the world, psychiatrists says they think, it's, oh, she's got a strong will. Like, they you ever seen some of those new movies out? Like, they categorize the type of people and the strong will people. But those are the worst for the kingdom of God because that's will stop you. S- strong will is maybe good in the world because, but the world's not the kingdom. Because you've got a strong will and you go after something, but you're not following the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus said, not my will, but your will be done. And he is, he is the one we follow. And it's like even he saw how hard it was. So everyone's like, oh, I give my life to you. No, but have you given your will to him? Everyone gives their heart. But if you don't give your will to him, eventually your heart will get corrupted because you'll end up grieving the Holy Spirit. And we all have to deal with this. So breaking off soul ties, I don't know if it's how to really do it. Just the basic, I mean, everyone wants a formula. Just obey God and surrender and cry out to Him. And every time it rises up, He shows you don't fight Him and do the opposite. Do it. Give it up. Let it go. You know, we can pray. We'll go and have an altar call to today. And I believe that God's going to do some supernatural things to give you a chance to be free from that thing. Because I think there's, a, there's an inordinate affection that pulls you because it's, it's, it's something. And you know what? There's too many women that have been through a divorce and I'm having a soul tie with some type of item, a club, uh, uh, an animal or something. Why? Because they're replacing something that only Jesus can replace. And they feel, and then, they'll, and then they make the vow, which I'm going to get to, well, I'm never going to do this, and I'm never going to do that. Even people get in the church, and they see something wrong, and they even think it's God, and they, they the devil has to make a vow, I'm never going to go back to church, or I'm never going to, and boom, they have a soul tie, and they have also a vow that binds the tie. I got that on right in here too. Let's go to Matthew 22, 36-38. Master, it is a great commandment in the law. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, and with all thy mind. So basically right there he's talking about the soul and he's telling you right there. The mind and the heart. The mind and the heart are what is the thermometer of the soul. And if, and if your heart be evil, right, then your whole, and then it says even if your eye be be, be you know, so... He's, he's talking about loving God first. But it's not just this one scripture. We have all Jesus' preaching that he says this. And he even makes events. He even has times where he has his family show up to meetings and they're trying to think that Jesus has a soul time. He's like, I don't care. My family's here. My concern is who's going to obey this word. And see, what we end up doing, we, we, we exalt our soul and we exalt these ties over the word of God. And we don't actually see things because we're blinded because of the soul ties. And we like, this is, okay. this is not as bad because this is someone I know really well. I can't really, and you're just used to it. So you're not really affected and you're, and you're getting pulled. And it says bad company corrupts good character. So basically, these inordinate affections end up um, stopping the will of God in our lives. So he says, love God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. So God is to take back and take, God wants to take back and take over. All that for our God. Soul ties will stop the takeover. God wants to take over our mind, our heart, our will, our emotions, our whole lives. Perfect, perfect church is a church with no soul ties. Well, let's see the book of Acts. It was a pretty good church, right? And when he had prayed, the place was shaken. They were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke the word of God with boldness. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart, one soul, neither said any of them ought the things that he possessed was his own. So they were in one mind, one soul. 
And one and, and all the things that they possessed was his own. But they had all things in common. So they're all in one soul, one heart, and they had all things in common. And with a great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. With the great grace was upon them all. You want great grace? Have that perfect union with the Holy Spirit. Numbers 30. Let's see about this one. Moses spoke unto the heads of the tribes concerning the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. If a man vow a vow unto the Lord and swear an oath to bind his soul, your first boyfriend, that God didn't put, I love you. I'll never leave you. You're mine. God never said it. God never put it together. Then it becomes a soul tie. And then you give your emotions. You give your mind. And you give your heart to that person. You're in trouble. It needs to be broken. But people don't break these things. And they end up carrying these soul ties within their whole time. And the ones, the things backing up with these things, the same thing with their children. Because the children now live in the house till they're 40 and 50. And they, they build a soul tie. So it's, it's a soul tie. It's an inordinate affection. That's inordinate affection is sin and it's rebellious to God. That's it's right. not normal. Everything back then was normal. When, when, when the Bible was written, we didn't have the things we got going on today. But everything today is okay because of the culture. But soul ties, are, we'll, we'll, the soul ties we have with our culture are binding us and stopping us from doing what God's calling us to do. And even the situation, I saw something and some of you saw the post. That's because of soul ties. Anyone that's in the Word of God and knows anything knows there's, that's ludicrous stuff. Millions of people are falling, doctrines of soul ties. Doctrines of demons. Yeah. The, soul, the, the devil works in the soul. Yeah. He works in the soul. That's right. And he works on the soul and he binds the soul. Yeah. Mind, will, and emotions. He wants to Amen. corrupt your mind. Amen. He wants... To t- take your heart and put it on things that God is not on. And He wants to get your feet to follow them. Soul ties will keep you grounded like a chicken. Eagles don't have any ties because they soar with the wind. They're not a kite. We're not a kite. If you got soul ties, you're a kite. You start to fly, but man, as soon as the devil wants to wheel you in, there you go. Let's go over here. Let's crash him right in the power line. Because of soul ties. That's right. You can't go anywhere with a soul tie. Right. It's like carrying a big ball, a chain around your whole life. Yeah. And God's like, well, I had all this for you, but you wanted this ball and chain. And if, I, if you would have just let this ball and chain go, I would have gave you your ball and chain back with, with freedom. If a man vow a vow unto the Lord and sworn oath and bind his soul, he's bound. He shall break his word, and he shall do according to what is out of proceeds out of his mouth. And if a woman also vow, you guys that just came in, you need to listen to the first like twenty minutes of this message to get catch it. It's not going to make as much sense, but it's it, it'll be good. Being in the father's house in her youth, and her father hear her vow and her. Her bond wherein she had bound her soul. And her father shall hold his peace at her. Then all the vows shall stand. And every, every bond wherein it shall be bound, her soul shall stand. But if her father disallow her in the day that she heareth. And you guys can read this. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But if you keep going on, it says, If she had a husband and uttered on her lips. So we bind our souls with the words in our mouth. 
Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Our bondage starts in our mouth. First it starts in our heart and our will, but then our mouth starts speaking and then it's in action. It's like Satan comes here, makes you think of something, then when it gets in your heart, you want to do it, and then it's your will and not his will. And it's like, and it says everyone, so you guys can read this later, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it goes all the way to verse 16. And it says, the statutes which the Lord commanded Moses between man and his wife, between father and mother, being, and now in this world, we have this whole church is full of soul ties. Sports, soul ties. They're bound that. That's the first thing you grab in the morning is the fantasy football. You got a soul tie. It can be anything. But God is, it's idolatry. Soul ties will become idolatry if, if we don't get a hold of them and, and get them back in order. And they will stop our destiny. Her soul shall not stand. Her husband had made them void. And it goes on and on and on. And all through Pro- Proverbs you see about these soul tie connections. Mark 10. But he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time. Houses, brother and sister, mother and children and lands with persecutions. As in the world to come, eternal life. What did he say that after? He's talking to that. Jesus was preaching to the, to the, to the guy, to the, uh, one of the, who was it? The, one of the Pharisees or Sadducees. And then Peter had come. I believe that's right after that. And Peter's like, I've done all this, Lord. And he's like, he's like, you left by the, he said, he's like, I've forsaked everything. And, she, and God, Jesus said, you'll get back a hundred times more. God's a high multiplication God. He's not going to make you lose nothing and not gain more back for His kingdom. Look at Lot and Abraham. Now the Lord said to Abraham, get thee out of thy country from thy kingdom. Why? Because of soul ties. He would have never been able to fulfill his destiny and the promise that God if he stayed camping where, when God touched his life and called him. And he even disobeyed God. Right after that, I just God showed me this just this morning before I came in. That's why I was a couple minutes late. I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee. He just said before that, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kinyard, and from thy, thy house, and the land that I will show you. So he wasn't even in it, the place where God wanted him to be at. And I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make Thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I'll bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee. And I shall, and all that all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abraham departed, and the Lord, and the Lord spoke unto him, and Lot went with him. Yeah. This right there, Abraham disobeying God, right there, he's like, and Lot went with him. What did that happen? They got in a big old fight. Yeah. They had to go that way. They stopped their journey. God got put on hold for for a while, and probably because of that. Ishmael probably came indirectly from all that. Cause, right? Because then he's like, not waiting on the Lord because they started off wrong. The foundation started wrong. He's like, he brought light. Why? Because he had such a soul tie with Lot. I can't leave my Lot. We've been together our whole life. He's, i got to take care of him. I've the, got the blessing. i got to spread the blessing. i gotta, I got to take care of my... And God's like, you know, trust me. I told you what to do. i tell telling you in word what to do. But you keep doing it because you have soul ties. Binds your mind, your body, and your and your and, and your heart, in in your mind, and what the three things that God. What is those two things? Emotions. And emotions, emotional holocaust. You'd be fine if you're on an island and God erased your mind. You don't think about nothing. You think you'd be back and forth, oh, panicking all the time? No, because it's the soul ties that are running your life. This, if everyone else is, ha- if all your soul ties are happy, you're in a good place. But boy, one of those soul ties goes. Your whole world gets turned upside down. Your plans get changed. Everything gets different because of the soul ties. 
And I see it time and time again. That, late, that one lady, she lost her dog. Her dog got hung in a tree. And Satan laughed and mocked her. So God took, took the soul tie anyway. He'll have nothing before Him. Whether He lets the devil do it or not. The Bible even says that God curses people. And if Satan curses people, you can get that off. But if God curses us, we better repent and run to Him because only, only He can lift that. And He does that. I mean, anything away from Him is a curse. I mean, He's not cursing us. But if we disobey Him, we fall into the world of soul ties and we'll, we'll receive the same inheritance as the curse. Because God's not, well, 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 keeps knocking everything away and just... That's when we're obeying Him. He's our protection. When we come out of the Psalms 91, we're in, we're in free game. It's like we're in our own world. It's like we create our own world of our own God. And God's like, God, I'm not trying to be hard. I want, I'm trying to get you free. I'm trying to get you to your promised land. I'm trying to get you, and I have a plan for your life, and I have so much for you, but you won't cut off the soul ties. And I'm, it's all over. But, um, you should, come on. I'm on Facebook. I'm not just going to say anything. I got people coming all the time. It's all the soul ties. I get this, and God, and this person, but when is God going to help me to do He's like, you got to get away from all that. Old, the old man, the old places, the familiar things, and all the ties that bind you. Because until you do that, you're stuck in your own uh, um, shackles that you've made from your emotions. Because we're created to, 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 to have these secure, and, but they're actually insecurities because they never came from God. They're insecurities, but they're your false securities. False securities. I mean, they're not real. Because the minute they, they're upset, or they're sick, or they're mad, affects you. That means it's a soul tie. Your family's in trouble. You feel it. Not that you're not going to go. Be more effective and pray righteously for your family. But if you're right in the midst of every storm they go through, and God's called you out of the storm, called you out of the judgment, they're not saved in God, and you are you got no business tying yourself to anything that's unsafe. It says in the Bible, be not unequally yoked with unbelievers in any realm. Jobs, employment, anything that holds you back from what God's calling you to do. That means you don't go in business and partner with that. You, God will have you work for masters enough and you'll, be, and you'll honor them and everything. But God is your master. And, 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 and I'm telling you, the, the, the other thing with these people choosing... Children in sin, yep. with somebody going to the nations, yep. doing all this stuff, hearing the word, hearing the word, forsake all, and doesn't do it means they had a strong, strong, strong uh, soul tie that they couldn't break, mm. and they wouldn't. But if they would have said, "No matter what, I'm going to serve you, God," I've seen people break free and shake nations and do all kinds of things. Mm. It's soul ties that stop us from really what what we're supposed to go and what we're supposed to do, mm. yep. because there's such even. Um, Kinfolk and fam and familiar thing. If I kept hanging around with everyone I went to school with, I didn't and, and think of the same way because they'd remind me of who I was before. There'd be so familiar things that they say out of their mouth that I'd never see the future because they'd always be talking about the old man because that's the only person they knew. The new man could never really manifest because I'm always around everyone that knew me before I was saved. Or people, or if, even if I got saved, it's probably a good place to go somewhere where they don't know you so you can have an. Like like he did here. Go to a, a land that go to a place I show you that no, there's nothing familiar. So God can raise you up freely. But we don't. We hold on to the old time religion, to the old time. And we meet the Holy Spirit, we get baptized in tongues, but all of a sudden you meet somebody and like and then this and this and they go to the wrong place and this said and then they get under the bondage of religion. No it says here. 
escape for you. And he says, watch this, watch this. So, and I'll bless thee that curse thee, and I'll curse thee. And the families of the earth shall be blessed. And Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. Now let's go to jump to Genesis 19. Genesis 19, 17 through 26. And it came to pass, when they had broke them forth abroad, that he said, Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in thy plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. And Lot said unto them, Oh, not so. So Abraham had finally, they separated. Abraham took the, uh, Lot took the place he wanted to go. Ended up being near Sodom and Gomorrah. So what ended up happening? There was, they were right, their righteous spirit got vexed in the place that they weren't supposed to be. And finally God says, you better get out of there because your righteous spirit is getting vexed because you are in a place where you're not supposed to be. <laughs> you're in a place where everything around you is evil, but you're, you got a, a righteous seed. And that's where people are sitting all, all, all the time. And i got to be light and darkness. Well, you better find out who you are first and get rid of your soul ties before you're light to anybody because if you're full of soul ties... You, you're going to look like an emotional basket case and everyone's going to be like, I don't want that. I mean, people want to see someone that doesn't have soul ties. Living, being strong, not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, not tossed to and fro by every emotional storm that comes their way. Because the emotional storms are coming because their connections. And if everyone, if all the soul ties, God keeps showing me this. It's like, and then they're running to fix this soul tie. And then this soul tie. And then this one. Or it's just their emotional thing, and they love that thing so much, but it's inordinate affection. It's out of God's order. God created all things for us to enjoy, but nothing for us to be obsessed with that it stops our relationship with God. And God's delivering us, and He's going to get... He'll get... I mean... Well, let's look at the lady on TV. I mean, my gosh. She went everywhere with that little dog, and everywhere the pink-haired lady. That's not normal. On TV and everything. I mean, you can take your dog out to the beach once in a while, have a dog. But in certain nations, the dogs are everywhere. Do you understand what I'm saying? They're not. Because why? They, keep, they don't have enough money and enough anything to, to do that. But here, it's like the land of Egypt. So we get these soul ties in the world that the world says is right because we haven't been fully healed. And, and so the person needs to be healed. So we got to love them and heal them and give them the truth and not judge them or nothing because... That's uh, that's us or whatever, and many people don't. But we got to be firm and saying, God wants to set you free from soul ties. That's right. And and my God, the, the, she came out of jail. Her dog. She said, "No, I'm not get." It's like it could have been an excuse, but I know it's excuse because the dog went everywhere, everywhere. You remember the dog? Yeah. The dog got hung in a tree. Yeah. Killed. Why? Because the devil knew how much she wanted that. She wanted to torture. Devil wanted to torture, so the devil was possessed someone else and tortured it. And God's like, let it happen, because you know what? That thing's more important to me now, and I'm not going to have any idols before me. Yes. Yeah, so it's like, God doesn't want to take anything from us. He wants us to get our, our, everything in order. Right. He wants to sanctify us that we can be, a, be arrows in His hand. And people, people need us. And I'm just saying, because just think about it. Now close your eyes and think of most of the things that get your day disarrayed. Isn't even anything about you. It's about some a phone call you got, 
something happened on Facebook, your family member said something, somebody said something, somebody, and, and, and there it goes too. Even you can have a soul tie with yourself. Because <laughs> the minute somebody says something to you that you don't like, your whole day is ruined. You've got to separate yourself from your old man and your own self to ever be anything good for God. This is just a total freedom that no one's really preaching. They're like, oh yeah, the cross, the cross. Yeah, Jesus did it, but he, now he said, pick up your cross and deny yourself. And anything that God doesn't want, I mean, my God, he'll, but the thing is, we have this, these doctrines that come and says, well, we'll have this ministry where the people, you know, they're so, you know, they need this. So they get these doctrines or these ministries that aren't part of the Bible and, you know, ministries that aren't part of the Bible and then they're good, they're, they're nice. And if you come against it or say something, oh, you're just, oh, it's doing so much good. But what is that? We had it written up there. No, the difference between good and God. But they're not setting anybody free. They're putting something in their life that's a stumbling block for their destiny. You know? Um, uh, What happened? Ten years ago, we didn't have any emotional uh, animals now that we can take on planes and everything. And I guarantee you, people want to get a free ride for their animal. And they're just saying, I got an emotional problem. And I just want my dog to go on vacation with me. Cheaper seat. It's only 100 bucks. Before, it would be a lot of money to do something. You know what I'm saying? It's like now everyone's just going to take their pecs and say, all you got to do is say you got an emotional. And they actually, they do. If they, if, you know, they do. Yeah. But they, they do. But the only thing that's set free is Jesus. So you don't go give. The church is giving everything for the soul and they're, they're robbing our spirit. And that's what's going on. The doctrines of souls. Yeah. Soul ties. Cultural doctrines. Mm-hmm. Mindset doctrines. Formula doctrines. Do this. Say that. Do that. The blood of Jesus does it. Just walk it out and obey Him. And you'll walk and just the soul ties will break. Because you're not looking back. What happened to her? Let's see what happened to her. Escape. He says, and, 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 and he says this. And it comes to pass when they had brought them forth. And I'm not picking on anybody. Because everybody has soul ties in this room right now. I can guarantee you. I have some. This, God said once in a while this ministry becomes soul tied. People on Facebook. I'm, I'm not trying to pick on anyone. I'm trying to get what God's showing me. And give it to you. I'm not saying I don't. they don't come on me. But and things you know you can't say certain things with certain people around because of that soul tie. That's and even people that love you will get away from you because they know they're hindering your destiny. Why? Not because they don't love you and you don't love them and you love them a lot. Because they know, they see the difference you are around them. And they see the difference and they say, you know what, I want their destiny. And I don't know what's going on with this, but there's a love there. But there's all these souls and these, these wounds and, and these things that our family has because we grow up together most of us before we meet Jesus and we carry all these wounds into our salvation and we go back and we want to save the whole family and the thing is we're not raised up enough to do that so we love them all we end up is getting pulled with these soul ties and get thrown in these whirlwinds and don't know what to do and then we got to call everyone to pray for us because we're under witchcraft because of our emotion emotional witchcraft or someone is like or you have the, the soul tie of guilt so now you got saved and it's all your fault because you live unrighteous that your children are in the position they are. So you basically put yourself a soul tie and now you're going to be God for them. They're laughing because they know it's true. And then you're God for them and all you do is it pulls you away from them. And it's like you owe no man anything but to love them. We're not God. We cannot do it. And, and, and as much as we want to love, we need to let go. And this is what he said here. Because this is a high level. This is not... Church where we go and we have all these idols and we're just playing church. This is about the kingdom. God's raising up people in this house and people in, and the remnant people to have no soul ties. 
Our culture's not going to stop me from preaching and saying what I need to say if it's in the Word. Amen. My family can't stop me from saying and doing whatever. You love all them too, but you know what? They will hold us back. Nothing can hold us back. And it breaks my heart because you know. It's like, and, and, and especially, I don't know, but I, many people, it's like, you know the destiny and the things that people have or the freedom they have. And you go back years later and you see no growth. You see them miserable. And you know, all they had to do is cut off the soul ties. All they had to do is release these, these soul ties so they could walk with Jesus. But now they're walking with the soul ties. With all the knowledge of freedom, but not actually being free. And we all, because we hear it all the time. The knowledge of freedom, but not actually walking free. Because soul ties will bind us. Behold, now I have found thy servant, thy grace in thy sight, and I have magnified thy mercy, which thou hast showed unto me, the saving in my life. And I cannot escape the mountain, lest the evil take me, and I die. Behold, now this city is near... Flee unto it, and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape thither. It's not the little one, and my soul shall live. My soul shall live. Soul ties. Ties that bind us. Soul ties. Mind, will, and emotions. Keeping us back from our freedom and our joy and our peace that God and the blood of Jesus shed for us. And, and when God sees that, He breaks, He cries. He cries because... And you know, he knows your good intentions, but it's like the devil doesn't care about your good intentions. He is out there to ensnare you, and you need to cut him away. He has no power over us, really, unless he can get a hold of your mind, your will, and your emotions. Then you're on his roller coaster ride, and he, uh, he says when to stop. But you can jump off at any time, because you're blood-bought. You're king. You're, you're, you actually, don't let no man take your crown. Don't let no man's doctrine take your crown. Don't let no man's... Anything take your crown but this Word of God. And that's what we do. No matter what anyone says, the Word of God sets us free. And if the doctrine's binding us to a, to a culture or to, a, to, to, to a, a way or to, 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 a, to a thing, it's not. The only thing that the gospel of Jesus Christ is binds us to Christ. And He's free, so we're free. And He says, we have the mind of Christ. Not, not our will, His not my will be done, but His. That's been, been, been the cry of, of, of our hearts forever. But the, it's not like it just happens. Everyone's like, God's, a, everyone's like thinking that God's got this thing and He just waves it once in a while. He's not in this neighborhood, so I'm just waiting, God. You know? God, I'm gonna, do you want to do all this stuff and all that? And you're just waiting. He's like, here's the Word. You got your feet. Walk in it. Because they break off as you go. They break off as you follow His path. Look what happened. So, sun is risen upon the earth, and when Lot entered in Zor, then the Lord rained on Sodom and Gomorrah, and brimstone and fire, and the Lord of heaven overthrown the cities and the inhabitants of the cities. But his wife looked back from beyond him, and she became a pillar of salt. Why did she look back? She had soul ties. She, she created soul ties in that, in that place that she wasn't even supposed to be around because she was righteous. And if she didn't have any soul ties, she wouldn't even have looked back. She would have just ran because she it was like somebody there she had an emotional encounters with or, you know, coffee and tea and somebody back there. But when God says you got to stop looking back and go forward, you got to do it. Because it, it was a, a, for our own sake, because he's going to read it, even say it in the New Testament. So we see when God was showing me this about a soul tie, that... And now, there's deeper revelation I'm going to go into on this right here. So, she looks back and exactly what God's turned to pillar of salt. 
doesn't say what, imagine what Lot went through after that and all that. And he had to still serve God. My gosh, what a, but Lot didn't look back. It says Lot had a righteous, and, and um, vexed his spirit all the time because what was around him. But Lot didn't look back and he, he got out. So soul ties held her back and actually froze her destiny right there on the spot. She turned into salt. She no longer even went one, one step forward. Thank God we have grace. And today we hear a message and we still can be freer. We kill them. But how many, how many in this room or how many listening are going to do it? I'll know because I know. Because I know people, or people I know, people I don't know that never met and do that, whatever. But people I know, I know the ones that do it. We'll you can see people get freer and you can see people stay in the same place. Mm-hmm. And you can go to the same place every day of your life, go to the same prayer meeting, but you're not being set free in your mind, heart, and soul, then you got soul ties. The Lord reigned on Sodom and then said, now let Luke, and then he destroyed the whole city. That's what's going to happen in this world. And, then, and I'm going to get right into that revelation right before I close. And it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the son, days of the Son of Man. They didn't eat, they drank, they married their wives and given a marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. This is the New Testament. This is the gospel right here. And it says, likewise also, it was in the days of Lot. They did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built it. But, but the same day, remember, Lot was the one that actually disobeyed and Abraham too. Well, Abraham really disobeyed because Abraham, God talked to Abraham, right? And God said, Abraham, leave your family, foe, and country. So that's, I believe, why Abraham went all that rebellion with that. That was probably the first thing that he got a hold because then he got Ishmael came along. But because he should have said, Lot, you can't go with me. The Lord told me, no. I love you. I'm going to bless you. Here, take this stuff. We got we to depart. So they went through that whole big mess because they didn't obey the Lord. So it says, In the same day that Lot went to Sodom and the brimstone of heaven fell and destroyed them all, even shall, shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, see, we got to be looking to up. Remember Jesus said, Who's going to be watching, praying, and doing when I come? Or are you going to have your soul tied, your soul tied, your soul tied? I mean, Jesus said, What? If you want to save your life, you lose it. We have too much soul tie with this earthly realm in this world. And it's and my job is to help you break free from that so you can fulfill your destiny. Be equipped to be a to do to, to, to do all that God's called us to do. And we get stuck when we don't do that. And you're saying God's I'm waiting on God and God's like, Two thousand years ago I said it's finished. <laughs> yeah, we all have our process. Some of us go around the mountain forty years, twenty years, 20. but the more we learn about it, hear this, it's like we're going to just get tired and just say, Oh God, I can't. Or some of us might be frozen for a while. Till, but thank goodness for grace, God will still, we can still repent as we get turned to a pillar of salt because Jesus came and He loves us. And He's going to give us a chance. Thank God for grace. Grace is not easier to live by because we can't even do things that much. But His grace is there to forgive us when we do them. It says, In that day she'll be on the housetop and stuff in the house. Let it not come down away in the field let him likewise not return back and then it says right here 13 remember Lot's wife well I guess I had to read the Old Testament to remember Lot's wife so obviously they knew they were going to give us the New Testament and the, I mean the Old Testament and the New Testament unless he was talking about Lot's wife to them and we weren't there and they didn't write it down whatever but here it is remember Lot's wife what did Lot's wife do she looked back because she had something tighter to that past something tighter to that that place where she came from and it was serious that God made this whole demonstration of how important it is not to look back. Not to look back. There's nothing in the world for us, guys. And there's nothing that God tells us to leave. 
And we end up hindering God's plan because God would... I've seen people obey God and God does miracles all around them. And we're trying to do that and they get nothing. They get nowhere because they're not obeying God. When you start getting doing what God wants and pray to God, the more you'll have your own peace, but also He'll start moving in those places because He loves you. And He says He'll give you the desires of your heart, but not to people that rebel against them. He says those... What's that scripture before that? Those that delight in the Lord... And then the other one, what was that? The other scripture was, and, and it says he'll give you the... Anyway, there's another one that says that and, it, and that precedes it. Everyone likes to take the one scripture, but they don't take the preceding scripture that gives you the actual, the meat of what's going to happen. It's like prosperity gospel. Yeah, but it's like nobody's following Jesus. Like, yeah, they just go to church prosperity. I'm a Christian. I said a prayer. I got to, like, where's my this? Where's my this? Where's my that? And they're doing, they got soul ties up everywhere. They're doing what they want to do. They're running after the beast. And... It's like, and, and people that are going through the fire, they're like, they're them and said, are you crazy? And then you go on Facebook, at least it died out. It's like, if you want to be blessed today, hit amen. It's like, really? You're in, you're in total, you're in a, you're actually a bank robber, and you're this, and you're like, I'm not judging anybody. What I'm saying is like, these people are just think it's God's some kind of like sugar daddy magician. Yeah. He's not. Amen. He will fulfill his promises, and he wants us to. That's the covenant. When we got saved, it's like, everything's yours, God. But then all of a sudden, the devil comes with temptations and soul ties. He said, oh, but you can't leave them behind. You can't stop. Well, you got to have that. And he starts thinking in your mind, well, if I give up that, how am I going to do this? There it goes. Then you become your own God again. Didn't God promise to take care of all of your needs according to His riches in Him? See, again, it's your will. God, it needs to be brought. In America, I think, I'm saying, people in other nations, man, they don't have the will that's in this nation. This nation is, I've been all around the world, you guys have been with us, they're, because of, of all it's, but there's such a strong will in this nation and the, the spirit of pride, and we're so proud of this nation that it actually come together with the spirit of pride. And this is a blessed nation, and one I wouldn't want to live anywhere else, but I'm not going to act different because I'm here. i got to act the same whether I'm here in Kenya or in India or anywhere because I don't act my environment unless I'm full of soul ties. They need to be broken. And they need to be cut off. Remember what Lot's wife. And whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it. She wanted to save that old life, that new life that she didn't have nothing to she didn't have nothing to do with. She got familiar with it too. Some people get into things that they never even got into after, and it's like, oh my gosh, and it's like now they're you know, and this whole thing about cultural ties that end up becoming before the word of God, that's killing me, man. Because People are being taken in like swarms and as doctrines of devils and they're being dis- poisoned and they're being uh, infiltrated in, in, into like the itching ear and what their soul wants. That's soul ministry. My soul wants something that I didn't have before because my soul has a right. My soul, but it's like our soul belongs to Jesus. And if Satan's got a tie on any air, he's going to drag us around just like a, a slave. And that's what we become, slaves of the world instead of the slave of Christ. <coughs> Two men were in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. And he answered and said unto them, Lord, Lord, he said unto them, Whatsoever the body is, there the eagles will gather also. <coughs> the kingdom of God is never behind. That says, the kingdom of God is never behind. It's always ahead. The kingdom of God is never behind. It's always ahead. Right? <laughs> Let's see. We're going to see. I'm almost done. Don't worry. You're like, oh my God, it's good. And you know what? Y'all can get mad at me. And if you want, and if y'all want to meet me, I'll tell you all your soul ties that I know of. 
<laughs> and you and if you see me, I'm happy because you know some of you say, well, sometimes fine. Facebook, soul tie. If you really let it get a hold of your emotions, we're all working on all these things, guys. But we we're gonna do it together, right? Nobody's got more. I mean, you can't. But when I see those soul ties destroy people's destiny, you know, some people are still got the soul ties and they're just struggling and doing it. Still, it's like it's frustrating, very frustrating, because you know, you know, God shows you destiny and shows you people's, and then you got the people that just get taken out and that just kills you, because it's like, man, wow, you know, God showed you this and, and it's like, whoa, and you're like, they're settling for that, you know? It's kind of like, it's just, it's, it, and the the longer you stick around people and things, you'll start seeing what exactly. Yeah, many of you in this room know ten things right now you're thinking of that you've seen. Remember the movie? You can go like this. Well, where make a reality show? Where are they at now? <laughs> you know, it's like when you got in the kingdom of God and you met all these people and you went to this church and they were doing like, imagine you just going, where are they all now? And it's like it'd be scary probably. And then you'd be like a lot of them. You'd be like, wow, this part I never thought this person would be there. And this person, you know what I mean? It'd be like probably blow your mind. But all all that was soul ties, soul ties. Soul ties make you look back or they bind you in the present. Soul ties either make you look back, that's that, or they bind you right where you're at. And me and Little, for for example, right? It's so funny how that week you get, like when I got the chameleon thing, I saw the lizards and then like all week. Well, I was seeing stuff this week because of the message and came in Saturday here and right in this parking lot was a... Isabel saw it. I got a picture, but she, we, we had to go. She got nervous because she didn't want the lady to know we were filming it. And we went down the street and turned around because I was like, wow, I'm just going to do that for the, for, the, for the message. And this little cute little lady, I mean, precious, she probably, she had this dog. You know, I think it was a boxer. Usually boxers, the back legs go faster than other dogs because I ate my dad a lot and, like, they'll start. Well, this dog could not, had no back legs. They're just swinging there. They're on wheels. You've probably seen these things. And are on the back. And she's taking the dog miles on the front, which is fine. But, I mean, to me, that's selfish. The dog's in pain. It's not a person where we're not allowed to. And, and, and we never should. I mean, you let, people, let God take human life because he breathed that. He breathed his life in them. I'm not with all that. But it's like you sometimes want to just, like, God, take them out of their misery, kind of your heart for people, right? If you're not going to heal them, this is our prayer. Take them home. <laughs> it's like... So the, why the dog is going through all that because the lady can't detach herself from it and get a different dog. Because she has a soul tie with that dog. The dog that doesn't have a soul. Right? Now go, she, I mean, she likes dogs and she's lonely. Go get another one. But see what I'm saying? Where it takes you, it's like that. And then I just saw something this week again. Crazy because I'm on this other site because we took over the, the website Charisma for these last two days. So I went down and all the stuff that's... Anyway, never mind, but I went down, and then I've seen this lady, supposedly, she cloned her dog. Anybody saw that? She, her dog, and made another dog, two of them, so she doubled it, $50,000 a piece. And it's probably just a bunch of, she cloned her dog, it's like, it's the same little white dog, like she has the same little, that's where soul tie will, will take you, and that's the world though. Because of emotions. Because you can't detach yourself. And that's what Christians aren't supposed to live like that. We're supposed to be free to serve God. Have animals, have horses, you know, what you enjoy, but don't let them have you. Don't let them have kids, but, but don't let the kids have you. Once, once they're 18, they're supposed to 
And let's get to, to, to what Jesus said. So in Luke 9, you know, it, it kind of, it gets funny, but you know, it's really sad. Because we're not really following this gospel that, we're following a gospel of, of culture. We're saying it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, because it's okay all around us. But when we look at the Word, and then we're always asking God, why God? Why did I hear this? Why am I still struggling here? And it's like, he, and the, what I've known with God, because in my own walk is, when He knows you heard Him clearly, He stops saying it ever again. <laughs> and you want Him to remind you like a year later. Well, God, did, and it's like He knew that you knew or He would because you'll get two dreams, you'll get a, a witness, you'll get someone else saying something, even when you don't look for it. Okay, God, and once you say, God, I'll do it, He didn't say do it overnight. Just like when we we're supposed to go start this work in Brazil in this church. He, he just talked to the, this person, this person, two dreams, this. And I said, no, and I'm, now I'm like, oh, God, give me more kind When, what? And he's like, it's like, now I, I guess I better do what he says or else I'm going to be in trouble, right? And it's like, we want to keep running like we do in the world. Every other day when we get off, well, maybe God's doing that through the preaching of the word, through, through the anointing to remind us of things of, of, of the past and things that he wants us and things that, but Jesus was really clear about this. And he wants us to be really clear about it. And he said, when you came to me, did you count the cost? Paul had to count the cost. He had lost everything. His, he had no money, no friends. The church drew him out. They, didn't, they thought he was crazy because he was murdering them. He hasn't counted God. So, he, so he's all by himself. Him and God. He had to leave them. And then the, the place that he was supposed to go wouldn't even accept him until they were judging the fruit for like three years. And finally they were like, okay, we see the fruit. Come on. Because it's like, you know, don't expect everyone to know what you, what, what, you know. And then so he's got, he had a wife. Everyone knows, I mean, right? He had all this thing. He had um, notoriety. I mean, they would murder people and he could, he could judge men of murdering Christians. I mean, that's a really powerful Jewish man. And they honored him by bringing Stephen's clothes and laying on his feet. He gave up all that and left it behind. And then what did he always say? Forgetting those things behind and pressing, not just to things, pressing means it's not going to be easy because everything's going to come against you. Pressing forth to the mark of the high calling, which I'm called to do. Continuously reminding himself, and, 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 and it says, then he even says, not that I've obtained it or not, that I know, not that I'm anything. And then he basically, through this whole walk, got more and more revelations and things, and he realized that. You know that his life is all about Christ and to die is gain. But he has to stay for us. He didn't want to live anymore. How much he just left the life. But it wasn't like he was a poor Jewish man that found God saved. Oh great. So like me stuck on drugs. Paul had a lot of things going on. And he got him stripped away. But when he found the truth, he did whatever he can to fulfill what God told him to do. Because then he even said, King Agrippa, I fulfilled the... I'm not... I don't care what you say anyone says. I've been obedient... To fulfill the heavenly vision. We all have a heavenly vision. God has told every single person in this room to do something. Whether it's big or little. But a soul tie won't let you do it. Because it always has nothing to do with an earthly thing. It's kingdom. It's heavenly. And it's above. That's why it says, put your mind on what? Things above. Not on things of the earth. Because the soul ties will keep you there. You can have as much healing in, in you as you want. But if you have a tie... And the devil's holding that soul tie, you ain't going nowhere. Because he's, he's, he's earthly. He's carnal. And he's the lust of the world, the pride of life. All those things come from him. 
So you need to cut that, and then you soar, right? A balloon. I mean, you're full. Let's say the kingdom of God is helium, but if you got soul ties, you're not going to be taking it up to the third heaven. You're not even going to be doing anything. And God wants to sanctify our mind, our heart, our will, and our emotions. Our emotions, we cannot be basket cases, and people want stability. Jesus wasn't, he, one time in the Bible it says he wept. He cried one time, although his heart was yearning, but he didn't, he didn't let anything affect him because he had no soul ties. Do you see that? Even when they're like, you should do this, God. Oh, he waited. Oh, if you were only here, Lord, later. He didn't go. You know what he wept? He wept because they were hurting. And he also wept, I believe, because they thought that after all the things he did, he's like, don't you see it now? I can raise Lazarus anytime I want. Why do you got to rush me? Religion always wants to rush us. Jesus wants us to be led by the spirit of freedom. Soul ties will rush us here. Move us here. Do this. We got to do this. And it's like we're running in our soul so fast and we're and, 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 and our spirit's being starved. So he says this. Still almost finished right here. Two pages left. <laughs> and he said unto another. Still the same two pages, guys. But we've gone through eight because I only have ten today. He said to another, follow me. But he said, Lord. Isn't that But God, what about my kids? God, what about my job? God, what about Uncle Freddy? He's got cancer. God, what about? My God, what about this person? What about that person? And what does he say? Jesus said unto him, let the dead bury the dead. But thou, and preach the kingdom of God. Because he's like, what Jesus is saying, if you take care of my business, I'm going to take care of yours. But you want to be God still. You want to be Jezebel. Or you want to be this. God's saying, let me. Let me. He's all about, he's, he, he's all about marriage. I mean, this person's got to be, I got to say, but look, because why? Because he knew. There's no way to follow Jesus if you follow. You're, why do you tell Lot, uh, Abraham, leave. Everything familiar to you. And, and he says this, and another also said, Lord, I will follow you. See, we always go up. We get a good message. and pro- I mean, that's what's going on with TV, those big conferences. But they never really get to the ripping away and the deliverance and all. That's all. And then they all run, and then they all, and they're back to the same conference for 10, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Same conference, same place, same job. Decreeing and declaring and nothing happening. <laughs> because they're not dealing with the soul. And another also, Lord, I will follow thee. And he said, but let me go say good bear. Me first bid them farewell. Are they their home in my house? He's like, let me go say bye to my family. I mean, God, what a mean God. He's trying to get a point across. Don't you think? I mean, come on. If it was down the street and you're going for a long journey, you can't, bye guys, I'm going with him. It's like, he's like, because you'll get around there, you'll start to think. The soul ties will get you. People will talk you out of it. That's it. What are you going to go follow that Jewish man? He's not even. He's, he's a cult leader. He's this. He's that. Da, 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 da. So Jesus is like, you better just come now so I can continue to speak truth into you. So I can continue to tell you who you are and what the kingdom's all about. You go back, you might never come back. So he said that. And Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow, looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. There you have it right there. No man looking back. People don't understand how even Satan himself has ministers that look like ministers of light. Until you have a 
a relationship with this word and what that. If you're full of soul ties, you will not be able to know a, a minister of light with, that's a false minister from Satan and a minister of righteousness because your soul ties are corrupting your, your, your view. You can't see ahead. You can't see the light. You are so connected that you can be deceived. Because it's like, and everyone in the soul always wants to be on their own throne. Your soul wants to be great. Peter didn't get recognized. Lord, who's going to be the greatest? Why? Because he was talking from his soul. Peter wasn't talking from his spirit. When he was talking from his spirit, know what he said? You are the Christ. You have the words of life. Where will we go? When his soul talked, he says, who's going to be the greatest? Who's going to sit on your right hand? Who's going to sit on your left? And then he also said this, I've given up all these things. What am I? And he said, Peter, Peter. But when he spoke from his spirit, he spoke from the spirit of God. You guys see it? And Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the pile, looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. So if we're in a race, we got to be fit. And even, um, well, what happens? If you're running a race, right? And, and you're just running a race, right? They say, don't ever look back where the other guys, you just go and worry about it at the end. We'll look at the replays. Because once you look back, you're losing time. And all of a sudden, that person comes. Cause it's, and imagine looking all the way back, and it's like Lot's wife, right? So here's the revelation that he has. Remember Jesus says, leave father and mother and cling to your wife. And then we have this. It says, and the two shall become one. And then Paul talked about that whole thing about, well, that's not even really what he's talking about. He said it's the great mystery of the two becoming one, us with Christ. There's no way to become with one with Christ when we have all the soul ties. Why? It's Because it's, it's, it's a covenant. And Jesus said, I'm not going to have a harlot of something that has, has other lovers. All through the Old Testament talks about all this. And then at the very end, he's like, flee from that one. Come out of the world because the kingdom of God is not of the world. So I will send you in as sheep in the midst of wolves. You're not supposed to have soul ties with wolves. Anybody that's not saved that is getting you, whether they're, I'm not saying uh, uh, wolves in sheep's clothing that are in your tribe, but they're not, in the, they're not sheep, they're not, they're something, and they're not going to speak life and speak to you what, they're going to speak, again, how Peter spoke in his soul. What did Peter do? Jesus said, I got to go to the cross for your sake, for the sins of the world. I'm going to do this, and everyone's going to say, Peter was thinking of himself. He had a soul tied with Jesus. But Jesus in the flesh, Jesus right there like, He's my bread. He's, he's my support. Jesus is my uh, friend now because we're getting intimate now. It's not only, it wasn't just a spiritual thing when he came on and kicked him. He was good friends with Jesus. They loved each other, you know? So he said, what did he say to him? He said, no, Lord, no. And then what did Jesus say? Get behind me, Satan, because you're speaking from your soul. People will say good things that will make you feel good. Oh, I'm wanted. They don't want me to go do ministry. They don't want... I'm so needed. My soul loves that. Jesus was like, get that away from me. I cannot take that. That will destroy my walk. I'm not... You might have a soul tied with me, Peter, but I don't have one with you. That's right. Get away from me. That's right. Get away from me. You know what I'm saying? It's very important. Jesus... And everyone reads that. It's like, wow, Jesus. He was just trying to tell you how much he loves you. He doesn't want you to go. Because he knew... If you would have came in agreement with that, with that bow we just talked about, Jesus would have had a harder time in the garden giving up his will. <laughs> he had to cut himself off of everything that held him back from his purpose and, and plan for God. His soul wanted not to go on the cross, of course. He sweat blood. 
He argued. He debated with God. He said, isn't there a better way? We're all going to say that. God, do I have to go to this nation? Do I have to go to that place? Do I have to listen to this, this message, everyone? Do I have to? It's always a price to pay. Jesus said, have you counted the cost of being free? Because I'm not a God of this, uh, that's going to let you have soul ties. He, he owns all the souls. And he said that our soul will live forever. Mind, will, and emotions, either in hell or in heaven. Peace, joy, and happiness, or torment, destruction, and wrath. And imagine your mind all the time. Say, God, all the time. I'm in eternity, and I'll think of this. Man, if I would have just let, cut them soul ties off and not have went and buried my father, followed Jesus, now I ended up in a cult, following this, this, and that. And, and, and it's like, imagine forever you're going to think about all these. I, I don't know how it's going to be. with the. It's just horrible, right? And I don't even want to think about it. If God's word is true, it's not even fathomable to think about it. Thank God for His mercy, but the more that we know and the more that we hear His voice and we say no to Him, that's not, that means that we're our own God. And He's like, well, I have a covenant with you, but you've basically breaking the covenant because you don't trust me and I have everything. I am, my name is I am for a reason. I didn't just make that up because I thought it was cool. I am I am because I created everything on the Alpha, the Mega, the beginning, and the first and last. Put your trust in me, obey me, and I have great plans for your life. Plans to prosper you, plans to give you hope and a future, plans to use you, Plans to bless you and have you to have peace, joy, and righteousness in me. And also, I'll give you inner peace that the world can never give you. Your family can never give you. Money can never give you. Items can never give you. Jobs can never give you. And you're taking all that over that? That's what Jesus gets upset. It's not that he's not going to give you all this. He said to Peter, I'm going to give you a hundred times more, but you just got to be free. You just got to be free. And then he also said about that, and I already had it written down. Anyone who loves father, mother, brother, sister is not worthy of me. It's all in here, guys, right? So, Father, we thank you for it, Lord. And, Father, we pray for everyone, Lord, that has said yes to their soul ties and and no to you. That the ones that have said yes to you, God, and then let their soul ties pull them away from you, God. And pull them onto that that roller coaster ride of of, of those things, Father God. and to sum this message up again, Father God, I'm just going to break, go through that things about the soul ties. We can have them with pets, with the old man, with ministry, with friends, with family, with culture, with people, places, and things, even items. Items. Come on. Think about it. We're in the kingdom. You guys are like, I thought he was done. I can't stop till he stops, so just bear with me. Bear with him, not with me. <laughs> right? I can't believe it. This heirloom has been in my family for all these years. That's a soul time, man. Yeah. It's just stuff. Yeah. You have you have made that thing something. And it's not bad because everyone does it. But you have a soul tie with it. It's not an evil thing. No. It's But it means you're bound to that. I don't know why I just thought about it. That was weird. It just came out. Of, but it's like, you know, it's like, what if your house burns? And go, what are you going to do? You're going to have, you're going to be messed up for years. Oh, my things were there. You gotta let. We gotta let them all go. Everything go, right? And God's not gonna. He's gonna give us the kingdom. Thank you, Father, for this word, Lord. Father, we just ask for this altar call now, just to even remind us in our spirit, God, for things that we said yes to you, God, and um, we end up getting pulled back into the same old thing, same old thing, same old thing. Father, help us to trust you in all of our ways, God, as we walk. Father, you said you'll, you'll, the steps of the righteous are ordered by you, God. So, Father, teach us to, to obey your orders, God. <laughs> obey your orders as like the general of, of our lives, God. The general of our lives, God. 
And yes, we're going to have tribulation. Yes, we're going to have people. But we'll get over it so much faster if our emotions aren't bound to this world and the things of it. Jesus said, we're in this world, but we're not of it. And 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 so much more will God do for the things that you're wanting because you're, He wants to please you. He said, if we seek after Him, if we hunger and thirst, we'll be filled. And also, if we diligently seek after Him, He'll reward us. Well, with the things He wants. And He also said that He'll, He delights in the prosperity of His servants. He also said, sometimes He'll say to you, what do you want? Do this. Touch this family member. Save. He'll do it. But not when we're rebellious. <laughs> it's like this. When we're rebellious, we're in our room and quiet and we feel horrible because we know we're not doing God and we're trying to do everything else around us to please God. Then we become religious too. And then, and it's like, God's like, hey, come over here. This is the playroom, the fun room. I'm right here. Why are you in that room always in time out with me because you just won't do what I ask you to do. Over and over we do this. Why don't you just go where I ask you to go? Why don't you just say what I ask you to say? I mean, he does talk to us, right? Our sheep hear our voice, and the voice of a stranger we're not supposed to follow. And most of our biggest stranger becomes our old man. We've got to stop listening to him, listening to the old man. Let's just break the soul tie with the old man today, too. Break the soul tie with anything that stops us from our destiny, stops us from... If we have torment in our mind, well, there's something... That's, it's our mind, right? Jesus said he'll sanctify it. We have the mind of Christ. God's not crazy. And Jesus did it in the garden. He sanctified our mind when He swept those drops of blood. And He said, now, not my will and your will, now that I've done this, they can do it also. Because I'm going to give them power to become the sons of God. They are righteous. And they are bold. And they are obedient. And Father, help us not to focus on all the disobedience, all the things, God. And let us know where to go, what to say, what to do, Father, at all times, Father. And we bless You, Father. And we ask You, Father God, to let this go deep in us, God, that we will hear Your voice. And even though we can wrestle a minute at the end of the day, not the end of the month, the end of the day, hopefully we say yes to you. God doesn't mind a little battle once in a while because we all, I mean, Jesus battled in the garden, but he, don't, don't get up and do it. You gotta, don't leave that battleground until you give him, give him your will because he'll fight every battle for you if you do. Father, we just seal this word by the blood of Jesus. Father, we just thank you, Lord. And, that we've got more than known. And we don't want to focus on soul ties. We want to focus on you. But many people always asking. So, Father, we're kind of given in your word, Father God, what you showed me today. Lord, let, I hope this message will help them be see some things that they need to do in their lives to bring you glory, Father God. And he said it. He knows it's hard. He knows it's hard. He has to know it's hard. He'll do it. Father, we just reach up to you right now. And we just thank you, Father, for you are freedom, you are our way, you are the truth and life. God's not mad at anybody. He's He's not. He's just He's so delighted. He just wants He wants to, He wants to bless us and do what He's promised to do. And don't let any man, any woman, any item, anything stop you from everything that God has for us.